Hey, hey, welcome to the Play Bigger podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Douglas Hunt, and I'm a former Olympic therapist and strength coach turned the go-to mindset expert to high-achieving entrepreneurs. And I am obsessed with helping ambitious entrepreneurs just like you play bigger in your business and life and truly living life on your terms. Now, after working with hundreds of Olympic athletes and multi-six and seven-figure entrepreneurs, I know one thing for sure. The one thing that's going to get in our way is ourselves. So this podcast will be a mix of combining years of experience with mindset, neuroscience, high-performance techniques, spirituality, you name it, we got it. All to help you make more money, create more impact, and feel more fulfilled, getting your time back doing what you love. Sometimes it just takes one shift, one question, one idea to completely change your life. So let's overcome the mind drama, regulate your nervous system, and create real lasting change in your life. I'll be bringing on guest experts, doing some solo episodes, having real talk conversations. So you know, on this entrepreneurial, you're not alone. If you're ready, let's dive in. I'm on a walk and I wanted to share a perspective shift that I coached someone through this morning that I think would be really valuable for everyone here who is going through a pivot and or just doing things differently in their business than they used to before. And recognizing that there's still this like mind drama and this feeling like, ah, oh, I have to do it the old way. So a client came to me and was talking about how they used to work like 80 hours plus a week in a business that wasn't aligned and they, was, they wore hard work like a badge of honor and they would burn themselves out. And in that same sentence, she's like, I've built my dream life. I get to do what I want to do. I get to operate how I want to operate. I get to work when I want, but I feel like I'm flunking. Those are exact words. I was like, oh, are you in school? She just started laughing. She's like, no, I'm not in school. I'm like, flunking? Okay. So I reflected back to her. It's like, what I heard you just say was you used to operate and do things one way. You recognize it wasn't serving you. It wasn't aligned anymore. So you pivoted to create but you also determined your dream life and doing things in your own way. And yet you feel like you're flunking. She starts laughing. She's not in school. Now, the reason she's laughing is because she consciously knows that this is silly. But she's like, how do I move through that transition? Because I feel like I still have to be doing things how I used to do them. And so I wanted to share some insight, a couple of things here, because what's really going on is several things. But here's where I want to shed some light on it for anyone who's like in a period of growth or change or pivoting, simply doing anything different than they've done before. A couple of things here. One, how you define something is going to be your experience of it. So I worked and I just went in directly with her of what do you mean specifically by flunking? And she brought up these beautiful stories where, you know, she grew up in a household where if you got 98, for most people, that was really good. However, the parents would be like, where's the other 2%? And we just have stories like that where it's like, you did really incredible, but the standards that were set or the expectations or the programming or the parenting or the modeling around us was, well, that's still flunking. That's perfect. So she's starting to recognize like where some of the thinking came from. And then I was like, it's beautiful. Now, how do you define flunking? Because how you define something will be your experience of this. And I want to remind everyone here, if you're new to the podcast or this is just a reminder, is 
your brain number one job is safety and survival first and foremost it's not designed to thrive it is thriving because it's keeping you alive like think about that for a sec you're not having to worry about breathing you don't have to worry about listening you just do it it's a, it's a miracle now the programming of that though is designed to thrive and survive it's designed to survive which means it's always constantly looking for threats every single millisecond of the day it is scanning the environment of four billion bits of information to see what's the threat what's the threat what's the threat what's going to try and kill me now it's programmed and identity and your beliefs are things that most of us have learned you didn't choose your beliefs about success or flunking or uh, your, most of us, how we see money or relationships. It was learned, modeled around us. This is what our brain's doing actively is trying to help us survive. Now, whatever beliefs we have deep down, subconsciously, whatever our identity is deep down subconsciously, your brain is now going to filter out the billions of bits of data that's coming in every second and just show you evidence for what you believe to be true about yourself or you believe to be true about something else or your identity and it's filtering out everything else around you just to show you like a sliver of your version of reality not the reality it's your perspective of reality based on your own internal filters your brain thinks in metaphors and pictures subconsciously so for example when i say dog I bet there's some aspect that you thought of, like maybe you thought of a dog, you sensed a dog, you had a feeling of a dog, you had a memory flash of a dog, something of a dog came through for you. And I bet that the letters D-O-G didn't really come through for you. Maybe after. But here's why I bring this up. How I'm defining something is going to be my experience of it. I now know that my brain one, trying to survive. Two, it doesn't like change because it can't predict it. Three, it's finding evidence for what I truly believe to be about myself. And four, now I kind of think some pictures. So when I say words, words are just thoughts expressed. When I, she was defining the word flunking, I said, okay, great. What does that mean to you? Because if I asked 100 people what the word flunking meant, and I said, define that. Now take this to every word, money, Success, health, love, thriving, whatever that is. Your brain is assimilating from your past beliefs that were programmed and you learned and your past experiences. And it's collecting data, filtering out everything else around you that has evidence for opposite or different things to create some sort of picture for yourself. So why we start here in this case, and we did with her, was to recognize what picture was your brain creating? And then you can start to challenge that. So for her, the picture of flunking was coming up around, well, she's not doing things how she used to. I was like, fucking fantastic. You didn't want to. You didn't want to work 80 hours a week. You didn't want to work at a, a business or job that was no longer lying for you and you felt heavy and pressure and stress. She starts laughing. And what this is doing is starting to recognize poking holes in the picture that her brain's creating. Because it's just past thinking, past beliefs, past programming that is causing her to perceive what she's doing now as flunking, as a failure. When in actuality, she's building her dream life. Now, we can start challenging that 
challenging the, the thinking, the picture. is like, where did this come from? What does this mean? And that can start loosening the grip on it. The other thing we went down was recognizing that now we know about the brain a little bit. It doesn't like change. Anytime there's change, in quotations, big or small, in quotations, <laughs> good or bad, because none of that exists, reminding you here, listening to this podcast, nothing has any meaning except the meaning you give it. Your definition of something is going to create your experience of it. Failure, a launch, uh, someone leaving a comment on your post, pivoting, raising your prices. Um, what other example? Sending out a newsletter. Um, all these things are just neutral events. Everything's neutral. But again, based on my experiences, based on my past beliefs, my past identity, my past programming, etc., it's filtering through that, and my brain's going to choose the interpretation that one is trying to look for survival. So if I'm sensing a threat, and there's a perceived threat there, well, guess what my brain's going to do? It's going to choose the most disempowering one to move me away from experiencing that perceived threat. And two, if there's a belief underneath there that anything of like, I'm not worthy, I'm not enough, I'm going to fail, da da da, your brain is going to find evidence and create an interpretation or meaning from that lens. Now, when that happens, our brain goes into fight or flight. It's literally trying to run from a threat or my jaw's getting stronger to bite something really hard. For humans, we can perpetuate this over and over again by perceiving threats everywhere. Now for her, flunking, not doing things the same as before, even though consciousness she's like, yeah, but I know this. I'm happy I'm not doing these things before. But it still feels funky. I feel off. I feel this stress in my body. And I said to her again, it's just energy in the body. But if I'm labeling it as stress, it now becomes stress in the body. Here's the fun thing, though. If I labeled the energy as excitement, my experience would be very, very different. Correct? So it's, we're, we're honoring and recognizing sensations and physiology in the body, but how I label that is going to determine my experience of that. She could just easily say, this is exciting. Sweet, I'm changing, I'm growing. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm creating my dream life. And just how she shifts her perception of something can drastically change her outcome, her results, how she moves forward as an entrepreneur, putting her back in her power, being more useful for her versus taking her out of her power. Back to the mind drama and the physiology. Recognizing that as we change, as we grow, as we evolve, which we all hope to do, have the intention. We're here to scale our businesses. We're here to scale our impact. We're here to scale our income, create lives, have true living in fulfillment and alignment and abundance and with ease and inner peace and just excitement. Like, this is your life by design. Create it how you want. It's your game. You're the game maker and the rule maker. At any point, you can change and create something different. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be heavy. It's not to be any of these things that society creates. This is where you get your power back. So what's happening is your brain's thinking as a perceived threat. And it's doing everything it can to keep you to what it knows, which is everything you've done before. Well, what she did before, she hated. it. She doesn't want to work and be burnt out. She doesn't want to be in the space of like, you know, achieving a goal, achieving a goal, achieving a goal, but not feeling fulfilled, not feeling aligned. Not feeling energized, just not spending time with their kids, 
It's not the way she wanted to do things anymore. In this space of change, see it for what it is. Your brain is sensing and perceiving a life. Personify it. Recognize and now see this, which is what I was getting her to see. Instead of seeing the mind drama and the sensations in the body, which you can define however you want, that's where your power comes from. Instead of seeing that as, oh, fuck, and it's a bad thing, and it's a thing that's, like, derailing me and, like, oh, no. How can I start to shift this and see it for what it really is, which is exciting? Why? Because it's signifying growth. It's signifying change. This is what we want. We came for to experience life, to grow, to change, to evolve, to tap into our most aligned selves, listen to our intuition, to create lives that we love and are exciting and we desire, filled with ease and fulfillment and freedom. That's absolutely possible. Fuck what society says. You don't have to just go along with things because that's how things have been done. We live in a time and age now where we get to create what we want. We live in an abundant universe where we can create whatever we want at any point. The reason most people don't, though, is this stuff that prevents them from moving forward. The old programming, the old beliefs, the old identity, the old society, the old indoctrination, the moralistic thinking. It's just freaking thoughts that we've learned over time that prevent us from moving forward. And then when we sense discomfort, which again, just a definition, you can choose something different. We sense the mind drama. We sense the physiology in our body that we label as stress and anxiety and fear and worry and flunking and failure, which you can define however you want. We pull back because we think, oh no. And if we just recognize what's actually going on here, your brain's perceiving a threat. There's some old thoughts, some old programming, some old identity stuff coming up that we're now growing beyond and stretching and there's change. And so we obviously talked through how to reprogram that subconsciously. We talked through how to create it so it's normalized for your brain. But this is just to signify that if you're in this phase right now, this actually could be a really good sign. And it is a good sign. Again, notice how I'm saying good quotations. Here's where I want you to get to a place of, is this useful for me? Am I in my power? And if you're in your power and it's useful for you, then take it and run with it. If it's not, how can I redefine it? How can I look at it from a different perspective? How can I change the interpretation of what I'm experiencing right now to get me back in my power, to move forward with something that's useful instead of not useful? How do I get back into the power of being energized and expansive and lit up and seeing this as data, seeing this as a good sign? Again, good is used loosely. Just recognizing you have the power to shift your perspective on anything at any point in time. You have your power to shift your interpretations and your means you're giving something. And then there's obviously ways we can work around like subconscious programming, uncovering the root of these beliefs, which 99% of the time have nothing to do with the actual belief. Like people come to me to scale their income and impact with ease and fulfillment. And they think they've got a money plateau or a business plateau. No, bitch, you don't. It never has anything to do with that. There's parts of it for sure. But the subconscious, the root of that belief, what's driving our intentions and actions is very rarely has anything to do with money there's other stuff but you get in there and you clear that and you reprogram that and now your brain no longer seeing your desires and goals as a threat it's now aligning your subconscious mind and nervous system to your goals to see them as safe 
and normalizing them so your brain doesn't perceive them as a threat. Look, we can say consciously all day, yeah, 100K months, I love that. 200K months, million dollar months. But until you align your subconscious mind and your nervous system to get on board with that conscious desire and goal, you'll always end up self-sabotaging and always going back to what your homeostasis was. And for her, up until this call, her homeostasis was stressed, burnt out, working 80 hours a week plus, doing things she didn't enjoy. So until she gets her subconscious mind and nervous system on board with her desires of creating life fulfillment, until we get the nervous system on board so that the nervous system and subconscious mind aren't perceiving our desires as threats. You'll know if it's a threat because if there's any emotional turmoil, there's a lot of mind drama, if you keep hitting plateau after plateau, if you can think back on a memory or an event that happened even just an hour ago or a year ago or 20 years ago and still have some sort of upsetness, emotional turmoil, trigger in the body, that, my friend, is stuff that we can absolutely clear. And like I said, one, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your fate and you will call it life, a destiny. That's a quote by Carl Jung. Two, until you align your subconscious mind, which runs everything, everything you do is run from your subconscious mind and your nervous system to get on board with your conscious desires, you always end up going back to what your homeostasis is. And just look at the patterns over the last couple months or the year. You might notice that you're increasing, you get a, a spike of income, and then you just go back to your homeostasis. It's like a thermostat. And what we need to do is get your thermostat on board and crank up the capacity, crank up the level of wealth expansion, of the ability to receive, of the ability to do things with ease. Life on your terms, by your definition. So, some takeaways. See this as a good sign. See this as exciting. See this as what it actually is, which is an up level. Two, it doesn't have to just stay this way. You absolutely can reprogram. You get your subconscious mind and your system on board to your desires. Three, challenge your definitions. How you define something is your experience of it. Your brain is just going to find evidence for whatever you believe to be true deep down inside. If you're like, I don't know what that is. Look at your results. Look at your bank account. Look at your relationships. Look at your health. What are your current results in your life right now? That is what your subconscious mind is aligned with consistently over time. Then start challenging. Where did I get the definition from? Like, how do I actually define success? Is it a house and a white picket fence? Is it being nomadic? Is it family? Is it working two hours a day? Is it working 20 hours a day? Like, what is that for you? Your definition, your life by design, your business by design. It absolutely can be any way you want, but you first have to define it and then align with it. And then three, or maybe four, I lost count. It's recognizing what can I do now to begin taking action or evidence towards my conscious desires. And to get your subconscious mind on board, your nervous system on board, how can I begin to normalize that for myself? But just know, you don't have to accept what is. However you're feeling, your thoughts, the results you have right now are just past thinking, past identity, past actions, past beliefs, past ways of being. If we want something different in our external, we first have to change the internal. We first have to get the subconscious mind, the nervous system 
on board, regulated, so that the new desires and conscious aspects that we want in our lives are normalized and aren't seen as perceived threats to our body and our mind. I'm excited for you. If you're listening through this to the end, I'm assuming you've gone through this, you're in it right now. I hope you walk away with some perspective shift and recognizing that you don't just have to accept what is. I hope you take the time to challenge your definitions of things and what you actually truly want and take the time to define things how you want them to be. I hope you take the time and moments where you are looking at maybe some an event or data, like let's say quote unquote a failed launch, didn't go how you wanted, or a team member freaking out on firing, or a friendship that walked away that was unexpected, or your bank account, or whatever it is. You start to get curious and start questioning and approach it with a scientist mindset versus a, oh no, I'm a failure, I can't do this. Girl, challenge that shit. Do no longer have to accept the stuff, it's just past programming and things. You can absolutely shift and change it, but first starts with you having awareness. Now, if you know someone who could use this episode, please share it with them. We're all about a rising tide lifts all boats. We're here, I'm here to help conscious entrepreneurs and leaders get out of their own way so that they create the life they dream of, creating the impact and income that they desire and never feel like they create on their lives and their business lives and their clients and the world is massive. And by you sharing this with someone who could help just shift one perspective, one question does that. Now help us reach more people, share it on social, leave us a review, all the stuff's in the show notes below. If you have questions, reach out. I love hearing your questions. We can do podcast episodes and ideas for them. And remember, friends, play bigger. This life is bigger than you ever can imagine. It's exciting if you let yourself go there. Love you so much. Play bigger. Remember the fact you are. And don't settle for anything else. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending your time with me today. I don't take that lightly and it means the world to me. If you love this episode, I would love for you to leave a five-star review. It's simple, takes no time at all, but it helps us reach more people. Or two, you can share this with a friend. Did you have a perspective shift, an idea, an aha, a reminder, some motivation that you think someone else also could use? If you share this with a friend, we embody this rising tide lifts all boats, where if you share it and we change, we help other people too. And three, tag us on social media. You can tag us at Dania Douglas Hunt on Instagram. We would love to know your wins, your ahas, your takeaways, and just to hear who's tuning in and listening. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot us an email or send us a DM. Otherwise, team, make it a great day. Go after your dreams, live life on your terms, and play bigger. Bye for now.